Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. All right, let's get to the tough stuff here. Chaos theory, the Great Reset. Folks, uh, this is the never let a crisis go to waste theory. The Great Reset crowd, as I've been describing over the last couple of months, is extremely dangerous. It is a crowd of globalists. They don't hide their Great Reset agenda. Matter of fact, Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, wrote a book called The Great Reset. And the gist of The Great Reset is it provides a bunch of flowery language for for what they perceive to be a literal reset. We have a number of democracies and constitutional republics and parliamentary systems around the world where the will of the people matter. The Great Reset crowd doesn't want that. They prefer global authoritarianism, top-down management. And any way they can get it, they'll get it. But people, in a nutshell, people don't want to surrender their freedom, folks. It's a reason jail sucks. People don't want to give up their freedom to authoritarians. We're going to tell them what to do. Got it? Great Reset crowd knows this. So they know if they can instill enough chaos by attacking the food supply, the energy supply, public safety, a war on police, that people will be so desperate to get back to, quote, normal, that they will accept authoritarianism. Please, 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 I'm begging you, begging you in the name of all that's good. Please understand what I'm telling you is a fact. There are useful idiots who don't know this. But the people who are, who are behind this globalist authoritarian movement know exactly what I'm telling you is true. The chaos is intentional. And one of the ways I covered yesterday, the attack on the, you didn't listen to yesterday's show. If you missed it, please check it out. The attack on the food supply, that'll create the chaos they need. The attack on the energy business and your ability to fill up your gas tank, that'll create chaos. The attack on police, that'll create a public safety chaotic situation. People will crave for order again, even if a tyrant has to do it. This is what they want. But one of the other ways they want to instill chaos, and please don't downplay this as a piece of their great reset ideology. One of the other ways they want to do it is a war on objective truth. This is Joe and I have been talking about this, my gosh, for eight oh, years. Forever. You, yeah, forever. You cannot have order democracies, parliamentary systems, and constitutional republics. You can't have that without having an attachment to objective truth, right? The fact that what's, what's, what's what's a practical measure of objective truth? The Bill of Rights. Whether Joe's white, black, green, Muslim, Hindu, Jewish, Indian, non Indian, immigrant, non immigrant, union, non union, man, woman, doesn't matter. Joe has an objective set of values granted to him by God, protected by a constitution. The left hates that. Because in order to create the chaos and the authoritarianism, authoritarians and tyrants have to treat people however they want to reach their goal, which means they don't have rights. Dig? You dig it? So there's got to be a war on any objective truth, including your God-given rights. And you start hearing about things like versions of stuff. Here's what I mean. Now, this guy's a useful idiot. He really is. He's not smart enough, I think, to be a part of the higher level ideology. It's an even bigger insult that he's just a useful idiot and repeats their talking points without thinking about him. Here's Beto O'Rourke. I mean, an obvious clown running for governor on the liberal far left side in, uh, uh, in, the, in the great state of Texas. Here's Beto the other day repeating a Terry McAuliffe, former candidate for governor of Virginia who lost. Thank God. I'm not using his name in vain. Repeating the Terry McAuliffe talking point that parents, it's not your job to tell teachers what to do. And it's certainly not your job to tell teachers what version of the truth they should teach. There's 
There's versions? I was, I was, I was totally unaware of this. Check this out. What if we treated that teacher with the respect that she has earned, that she is owed, that we all want to give her? We don't need to tell her what version of history she is allowed to teach in a classroom. We don't need to scare the parents of those kids before her about something called CRT that I've never heard of before last year. Hilariously, too, the second part of that claims he hasn't heard of CRT. Now, huh? <laughs> Joe, if you're running for governor, I get what he's trying to do. Critical racism training, which is what CRT really is. Critical racism training is grotesquely unpopular across pretty much all the political spectrum. So Beto, in order to get elected, has to feign ignorance. Oh, I never heard of it. I don't know what it is. CRT. We got it. We, we got it. We get the drill you're doing. But think about how embarrassing that is. It's become a major issue in America in our education system. The guy's running for governor in one of our biggest, most important states, Texas, and openly says he has no idea. He's just heard of it recently. I'm, I'm not sure, like... Whether him not knowing or faking not knowing is worse. I'm not kidding. Either he's an idiot or he's poorly pretending to be an idiot in an effort to lie to you because he thinks you're an idiot. But the first part of that's the most important part. Beto's talking about a version of the truth. What version of the truth should teachers teach? Ladies and gentlemen, it's not versions of the truth. We defeated the Nazis in World War II. World War I, there was a specific cascade of events that happened beforehand. What role and the degree they played in starting World War I? Okay, that's open for opinion. But there's no version of the truth. The 1619 Project, a liberal you know, uh, symbiote with CRT, is not true. That's not what happened. It's not a version of the truth. But do you see how this fits into the bigger kind of cornucopia of ideas the totalitarian Great Reset crowd has this chaos theory. How if we can create enough ideological confusion too, people will just crave order again and they'll go along with anything. Do you see how this works? They can't have objective truth because that means objective values, which means if you have values, the if you have uh, if you have rights and values not granted by the government by God, the government can't do anything about it. Here's another example of what I mean. Whenever you start hearing about versions of the truth. Understand, this is the left's goal. Chaos. Breitbart. These articles will be in the newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Education. Consulting firm seeks to promote queer math in K-12 schools. There's queer, queer math. What the hell is that? Uh, uh, I don't know. They want to implement gender theory in math classes, it says in this Breitbart piece. One, I'm reading it from the screen like you are, Joe. One such activity focuses on the thoroughly debunked wage gap myth and is called an intersectional look at the gender pay gap. The gender pay gap, ladies and gentlemen, is not due to discrimination. We've already explained this thing a thousand times. Different job selection, time in the workforce. There's, it's, they make this up the left. The lesson intended for math classes asks students uh, what genders are represented what other genders are there? What the hell does this have to do with math? The answer is it's the LGBTQIA2 plus BIPOC math version. There is no version of math. Five plus five equals 10. There's no alternate version of that. You get what's going on here? You see how when you see this, when you see you can't unsee it, 
When you see the war on anything objective so that the left can wipe out objective truth and treat you subjectively, take away your rights in a heartbeat, you see it everywhere. The bending of words, the bending of meanings. Words have an objective meaning, folks. They have an objective meaning. Math has an objective definition. Math has an objective result. Six plus six equals 12. That's not subject to your opinion. You'll see this everywhere now. Here's another one. I'm telling you, when you see this, you will never unsee it. I warned you about this the other day. The Blaze, again, be in the newsletter if you want to read it yourself. Wikipedia changes editing rules as users fight over the definition of recession. Folks, there is not a subjective definition of recession. It was understood objectively throughout the language, through human history, to mean two consecutive quarters of shrinking GDP. But now, because you can't have objective truths, because tyrants have to use things to create chaos, they have to change and bend the meaning of words. They note in this Eric Cervone piece at The Blaze, Wikipedia's implemented restrictions for new and unregistered users who try to edit its page about recession. According to The Hill, new users and anonymous users will be able to make changes to the recession page, but their edits will be subject to review from volunteer editors. You get, you see, you, you, you see what's going on? Tyrants, authoritarianism, top-down rule, volunteer editors. So the collective knowledge of 330 million Americans inputting their input into Wikipedia to better a page is not good. They have to have select radical leftists who serve as, quote, volunteer editors to make sure they tell you subjectively what the definition of an objective objective word means, an objective definition. You see this? You'll never, ever unsee this. This is not a coincidence. The war on the food supply, the war on our streets and war on police to create chaos, the war on your gas tank and energy supplies to freeze you out and keep you from driving your car, and the war on objective truth has been the sole goal of the Great Reset slash communist slash socialist for, for eons. This is how they do it. Chaos and confusion. People won't even know where we're, we're Tower of Babel is coming true right now. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, let me move on. As I said, that was heavy. Another redefinition is coming too. Right in line 
with the Democrats bending and warping of language so we're all speaking to each other in tongues nobody understands. That's the goal. Babel is the goal. They need Babel. So an authority figure can swoop in and say, order, order. Remember the guy from Titanic? Yeah. Remember at the yeah. end, he fires the gun. And you remember that show? Order, order. There will be order here. That's what they want. They need the ship to be. This is a great example. I didn't totally unintended. They need the Titanic to be sinking. So everybody panics and an authority figure can come in and take control. Order, order here. There will be order. Again, redefinition of words creates chaos. It's what they want. Expect another redefinition coming. Redefinition of, of words in this case, precision matters. You can expect a redefinition in the coming days of what a healthy labor market is too. What do you mean, Dan? Healthy labor market means we're adding more jobs, unemployment's going down. Like That's not hard. Yeah, it wasn't hard to define recession either up until uh, a week ago. Everybody knew what a recession was. I played you. I'm not playing the video over here. I played you montage upon montage, Bill Clinton, Obama, Pelosi, Democrats, media people, all agreeing what a recession is, two quarters of shrinking GDP. We're not doing that anymore. Now, how could you possibly screw up what a healthy labor market is? You're either adding jobs or you're not. Watch them redefine this going forward. Here's what I mean. In order to avoid using the R word, the great reset crowd and Joe Biden and his goons, right? In order to avoid using the R word, they said, well, you know what? We may have had a negative quarter of GDP, but the job market's still growing. You know, we're adding jobs and it's healthy. Therefore, we can redefine it. And you guys are crazy, not us. Don't take my word for it. Here's Christian Jean-Pierre doing exactly that when asked if we were in a recession. Take a listen. I think the, what we're, not even I think, what the point that we're trying to make here is that we have a strong labor market, which you don't normally see in a recession. Uh, that is very uncommon uh, to see that. Well, why are they going to have to redefine a healthy or strong labor market? Folks, don't doubt me. I'm telling you, everything we tell you on with limited exceptions comes out to be true. It's not hard. We're not fortune tellers. We're not the Stygian witches here. Give me the eye. These people are just really easy to predict. Watch how they start to now bend what a healthy labor market means, even including an economy that's now starting to see increased unemployment benefits and less job openings. Oh, that's not happening, Dan. Oh, wrong. I don't have time to put an element in today's show, but it just popped before we came on the air. Jobless claims. For the left, that means people out of a job, jobless claims. Just rose, just launched this morning, right before we came on the air by 6,000. Uh, you're going to put something in there? Yes, you take it. Note. Thank you. 6,000 more jobless claims, meaning more people are claiming unemployment, are claiming they're out of a job. That's not it. That's not it. It doesn't end there. They'll redefine a healthy job market because the Daily Caller, John Hugh DeMastri notes, Economists warned the labor market's the next victim of inflation. So the JOLTS report came out. Job openings. A lot of job openings is a good number if it's high. Why? Because it means people are hiring. If Joe and I were like, hey, man, we got to expand the podcast. We need to hire six people. That would mean what? Would this show successful? Joe needs help, correct? Not complicated. You want job openings to go up. Right. If job openings are going down, that means the economy is not looking great because people aren't hiring because they anticipate a recession. Look at the article in the Daily Caller, ladies and gentlemen. The facts speak for themselves. Don't take my word for it. Just take the facts word for it.
the total number of job openings, <clears throat> quote, fell to 10.7 million in June with 6.4 million hires and 5.9 million, uh, million separations, which includes all reasons an employee may leave a company, according to the BLS. They fear now that inflation and changes to tax policy would lead to layoffs and reduce demand for workers. That's why job openings are going down. Watch, they are going to redefine that too. You heard it here first. A healthy job market now will be, well, we're in, unemployment's up and job openings are, are uh, job openings. We're losing uh, jobs and job openings are down. But don't worry. They're not down as much as they, you see how they do that? Yeah. You, you heard it here first. So saith the job. great Bondini. Thank you. Flag it, please. I forgot. Flag Thursday, it. Thursday, August 4th, 928. Thank you. Let the cannibalism continue. Let the cannibalism on the left continue. A civil war is erupting on the left right now. Oh, yeah. We called it. You called it, too. I get a lot of your emails. Someone sent me this article. It's like, Dan, here it is. Cannibalism in action at a mass scale on the left. Told you. Okay. I, I've spoken of this often. No need to, uh, to beat it up too much. But I have um, discussed that the left is going to start eating itself alive with their PC, cancel culture, wokeism, whatever you choose to call it. I don't need to read the fine words. Whatever you want to call it, call it. You can call it stupidity, socialism, Green New Deal, Great Reset. It's fine. It's, they all subscribe to the same guiding ethos, right? But they're going to start eating themselves alive because they've attacked conservatives for decades and we've hardened ourselves here. We have the parallel economy now developing and we just don't care. So the grifter class on the left has to keep attacking people to keep raising money and telling people they're doing stuff. So I told you they're going to start eating themselves alive. Here it is. Here it is. Thank you to the listener who sent this over. Axios this morning. This will be in the newsletter today too. Check this out. Personal behavior, even Taylor Swift's, is a minor part of climate change. Ha! <laughs> this, is, this is hilarious. So what's going on here? Backstory first. Bottom line up front. Taylor Swift and other celebrities, including, uh, I think it was Kylie Jenner. Is it Kylie or what? I think it's one of the Jenner sisters. Uh, Jenner, one of the Jenner sisters took a picture of the two jets, her and I guess her boyfriend's jet. And they're like, which one are we going to take? The lefties who loved the Jenners went wild. You want a climate criminal? Oh my God. They want to like put her in jail, right? She's a lefty. She's not some big conservative, right? Taylor Swift, it was, uh, you know, she's, the, by the way, Taylor Swift is disputing this account just to get that on the record. But they're saying Taylor Swift flies a lot of private flights too and is emitting a lot of CO2, what they call poison all over the globe. Taylor Swift is a hero to the left, especially because she was once affiliated at least with the country music brand, which leans largely right. The fact that she's like a convert to their cause makes her a goddess. So Axios notes that because... These celebrities who claim to be lefties don't seem to be doing lefty stuff, Joe. Now the rules have to be changed. Remember, there's no objective set of values we should all live by. Follow me here. If you're a lefty and you believe in principles, right? Principles like unnecessary CO2 emissions are destroying the earth and we're all going to be dead in 12 years. Then you should abide by those principles too. It's kind of like when Republicans who claim to be pro-life, it's discovered that they paid for someone to have an abortion. They don't, right, Joe? They don't get to say, oh, no, no, I'm pro-life, just not for me, right? The, you think the media would accept that, Joe? That explains, just, just uh, checking. Yet. No, no, yet, Joe. <laughs> Very good. Yet is correct. Spent a little bit of time in Russia. They lefties are already getting their Mueller probe. 
Spend a little time there. Don't worry, it's on behalf of the government you love. Niet is correct. You wouldn't, they'd say, oh, look at you, look at this fraud. Says he's pro-life. He paid for an abortion. What a big phony. Yet the left, Taylor Swift and all the lefties out there who fly around the globe in private jets claiming CO2 is a poison. This creates an interesting conundrum for the left. Because as producer Jim said this morning, we were doing the rundown. He goes, Dan, isn't it weird how this is considered an existential crisis? We're all going to be dead in 12 years because of CO2 in the atmosphere. And yet the people who really matter, the Al Gores, the John Kerry's, the Taylor Swift's, the people, by matter, I'm being facetious, obviously. But the people who really matter don't seem to be doing anything about it, even though we're all going to die in 12 years. So personal behavior only matters for you, not for the important people. So they need to find a way out of this. Here it is, folks, as if on cue. Celebrities would be doing the earth a favor if they cut back on private jets, notes Axios. But combating global warming will require bigger systemic changes, not, be, not just better personal behavior. You, you see it? You see it? Uh-huh. This is it. Here's it starting already. Now, again, this is a heavy show, so deal with me here. What's really going on here? First, the activist crowd out there that grifts and makes money off this stuff, right? The cat lady types, they're nothing but grifters. They rely on donations from useful idiots on the left, right? They are out of victims on the right. Nobody cares anymore. I canceled Google. They didn't have to cancel me. You get what I'm saying? So the activist crowd, the cat ladies of the world, they need to find new victims. You, even if you go look at what she's up to all the time, they're starting to attack people on the left too because they're out of victims on the right. And you have to, quote, show results. Is this making sense? So if the only results you can show is by attacking Taylor Swift to raise money, look how principled I am. I'll even attack Taylor Swift. The activist crowd doesn't care. They've got to raise money. BLM needs to buy some more large mansions. They don't attack, they'll attack us, but we don't give a damn. They'll go for the left too, just to get their profile up and to show results. Because there's no results to be, to be gotten anymore on the right. Nobody cares. We've ignored them. So you got the activist crowd here, okay? The grifter crowd. We got to raise money. We got to attack people, even the lefties. Then you've got the real hardcore communist great reset crowd. Dan, aren't they the same thing? No, they're not. I've been doing this a long time. They are not. These people are grifters motivated by money. They have no jobs. They're, I'm not kidding. Their livelihoods are donations from idiots. So they have to keep showing results. The hardcore communist crowd the Bernie Sanders of the world, the Liz Warrens, the AOCs, the communist crowd. The, but by the way, that's just here. These people are believers, man. They're frauds too. They own Teslas and three homes. Okay, but of course they're frauds. That's besides this specific point. But they are real believers. They are believers in this tyr- uh, tyrannical top-down ideology. You may say, Dan, they're believers in environmental change too? No, they're not. Of course they are. They're not. They're called watermelons. Green on the outside, red on the inside. You never heard that before? They're not. They're red. They're communists. This environmentalist thing is just a vehicle for them for top-down authoritarianism to control the energy supply to create the chaos I talked about in the beginning. They don't give a damn about the environment. So they have to apologize because Taylor Swift is useful for them. And they don't care about Taylor Swift's CO2 emissions. 
because they don't care about CO2. They care about authoritarianism and the Great Reset. Do you understand? So now the civil war is breaking out, summed up. Sorry if it went on a little long, but this is so critical. Here's the civil war. You've got the activist grifter class just looking to raise money off attacking lefties because it gives them a click uh, a click, and people send them some bug. Oh, look at principle. They're attacking Taylor Swift too. And then you've got the hardcore communists who need Taylor Swift to implement their new communist great reset future. They don't give a damn about Taylor Swift's flying habits. So now you have the apologists in the media who will always side with the hardcore communists, always saying, ah, personal behavior doesn't matter. It's really about systemic change. It doesn't? Let's see them apply that exact same sentence the next time some conservative gets caught funding an abortion, which is abhorrent, by the way, because I actually have principles. Let's see them apply that exact same thing. Well, he funded an abortion, but he passed a law that may have saved 100,000 lives. So that doesn't matter. Watch how that works. Existential crisis, right? Sure. That was one of the most important segments I've done in a long time. I hope that registered with you. You're going to see this civil war continue going forward as they continue to melt down and the cannibalism continues on the left. That's why I'm always optimistic about the future. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.